What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 54, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben. I unhinge my jaw like a boa constrictor. Baseball, Ben, what's going on, man? Good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Doing well, man. Doing well. It's a special show today. We're back. It's been a little bit. I know. I think last time we chatted in an official outfielder forum, uh, game two of the World's Series was on. It's been a wild ride since then, I'll tell you. I've finally gotten some sleep. It took me a little bit to calm down, as you, you might gather. And uh, yeah, I, just, I finally caught up on rest. We've been producing a hell of a lot of other shows here at Sensibly Loud. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah, man, tons of good stuff on the horizon. I know we have a, a lot of great new shows. We have, uh, is it Between the Hashes, Beyond the Hashes? Yeah, Between the Hashes, that's the football show. Then we've got Sensibly Loud Radio, which is kind of like our entertainment. Our That's basically like our flagship show. Where we're, you know, talking anything and everything. You've been on a couple of times. It's always, always yep. a blast. Uh, and then we've got On the Break, a basketball podcast. So we're still NBA's full force. So everything's running hot right now, man. Man, it's a uh, it's a good time to be part of the sensibly loud family. It is, it is. We're growing people every day, or we're adding bloggers every day, and everything. We got Duster Dan as our our latest addition, and I uh, can't wait to hear more hockey opinions out of him. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's good to have uh, Duster Dan, who may or may not be my twin brother, on board as well. The best part about that is the fact that we can just switch you out interchangeably. You know, we both have a pretty nasally voice, so it's not that far off. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I met him, I didn't realize you had a twin. There's just something you never disclosed and then just showed up with a twin. <laughs> oh, I get it. Hey, um, I'm going to give you a number, and I want you to tell me what it is. Okay. 120 days, until six hours, nine minutes, and 11 seconds. That's until spring training starts. No, sir. That's until opening day, oh, March opening day. 28, 2019. We are 120 days, six hours out. See, I'm going to do you one better. The very first Red Sox-Yankees split squad game, February 23rd, that's 88 days away. Mark that under who gives a shit. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I, I only marked that down because that's the first official game. They play Northeastern every year, and it's just a walloping and a half. But, I mean, that's the idea, right? Yes. No, I actually have a uh, bit of a bone to pick with a media outlet, oh. um, a non-sports media outlet. Yesterday, they ran a headline in their sports section, and it was Bryce Harper to the Yankees. Could this happen? And then the very next day, Bryce Harper can turn the Mets around. I was like, really? You're just picking <laughs> teams? You're just bouncing between New York teams now. Right. That's not like, even a what, thing. What? You know, tomorrow they're going to say he's going to go to the Toledo Mud Hens or something. <laughs> I really think it's going to be the Phillies. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I think that um, him and Kapler, I could totally see that. Let's not get started on Gabe Kapler today. It's all right. That No, it's uh, it's the off season. We don't need to think about that Never. right now. Never. Well, the good news is we have our very first guest. No, not guest. Our very first professional baseball player guest on this show today. That's right. Uh, we are definitely super excited to bring you our first of hopefully many official professional ball players. That doesn't mean that they play baseball. That doesn't mean that they get paid. That means they get paid to play baseball. Right. So the the guest is Parker Mashinsky. He is a minor league player for the in the Houston Astros system. And so we've been trying to actually make 
some time work with Parker for a little while, and it was complicated because you know during the season, obviously he's busy. Uh, you'll hear here in a little while. Played 104, or didn't play 140 games. Got through a 140 game season this year. Is the first time he got through all the way healthy. Unfortunately, we were having some issues with the phone, so Ben couldn't be there. So I had to kind of do the interview by myself with him. Mm-hmm. He was electric, though. No, it's that's great. You, y'all are in for a real treat. Um, you know, plus you know how uh, sometimes whenever I go to email someone, I say it's at Gmail, but when I fatfinger dot con instead <laughs> of dot com, yeah, uh, you can blame me for that one. So that happened actually right whenever we launched Sensibly Loud Radio. And so I was actually going to bring you on and take you to task for this, but it just didn't really feel like the first episode should be me burning one of our, uh, one of my founders. So I decided against it, but Hey, you should be proud of me because I showed restraint here and that's not something I usually do very well. No, uh, unless it's on the good old Twitter. That's right. (laughs) That is correct. Well, let's not kill any more time. I want to make sure that we have plenty of time. Uh, we, we talked about 30 minutes with Parker. We talked about a litany of things. So we're going to go ahead and bring that in for us. So now I give you the interview with Parker Mashinsky. If you don't mind, could you uh, give me your name, uh, position, and team? All right. Um, so I'm Parker Mashinsky. I'm a left-handed pitch pitcher in the Houston Astros organization. Awesome, man. We, uh, I'm a, I'm a lifelong Red Sox fan. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, congrats <laughs> on the, congrats on the world series, I guess. Hey man, it was, it was a, a good series. I feel like the Astros would have been a, a real threat if they would have been healthy. So I'm, you know, yeah, absolutely. I went to uh, that game that, um, I forgot which game it was, but the one in Houston where there wasn't even a half inning where yeah. no one, someone didn't score or someone didn't have a runner on or something. Uh-huh. Oh man. I bet yeah. That was an electric environment. Mm, man. Talk about loud. <laughs> I bet so. I was down there. I went down to Houston for the Red Sox Astros series back in June, and that was just a regular, okay. you know, a regular season game mm-hmm. or a series, and it was electric then too. So it, it's quite the time to mm. be involved with Houston. It seems like. Oh, absolutely, and like when it's bigger games, they like to close the roof because it makes it way louder. Oh yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was the first time I ever watched a game there. I've played on those Fat Field in college and. Yeah, such, but I've never actually watched a game there, so it was pretty cool. Man, that's really awesome. Uh, so, how was the season overall for you? It was fun. It was good. Um, it was good. It was my first my first full professional season, so be the first time grinding out about 140 games. Yeah, um, it was cool. I was in uh, Iowa actually the whole time. Right uh, when we got there to start the year, um, we drove me and a couple of my buddies. We drove from West Palm Beach, where our spring training facility is, yeah. uh, up to Davenport, Iowa. And we left uh, Florida. It was 95 degrees. And we got to <laughs> Iowa. It was 27. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yep. And then, like, first day, day before our first game, like, you're still meeting everybody. I think I threw, like, a live, live bullpen, mm-hmm. so some live hitters. And I think it was probably right at 32 degrees. Oh. Man. But so I, th- I threw a lot of a lot of little cutters in, so to speak. Yeah, I bet so. Yeah, I was a pitcher too, and I think that was the thing I hated the most was just pitching in the cold and dealing with my hands mm. being cold. Yeah, a lot of like blowing into your hands and all oh, yeah. that stuff. But I mean, the hitters have it worse. We're at least oh, yeah. we're moving every single pitch. Exactly. But. Exactly. Well, uh, tell you what, tell me a little bit about your kind of transition from like high school ball to college ball and then to the pros. I mean, obviously that's quite a journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, high school ball, 
I, I still kind of considered myself, let's see, probably until the fall bef- the fall of my senior year. So we didn't have fall ball yeah. in Argyle. But so before like the fall of my senior year, I was I always considered myself more of a position player. Sure. So like I was always like a guy that, I mean, I, I played first base, some outfield, but I was just a left-hander that could throw the ball hard. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I, there was in no way a pitcher. And then just we did some thing like just went to some random, not really random showcases, but I I guess I did well enough in certain things, and then got invited to a few few things, and that's where everything kind of jump started for me, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I went to like the area code games, and then there was a a thing in at Minute Maid that was pretty cool that a bunch of us, a bunch of my buddies, we all went to. But I mean, at that point, like I kind of knew that. Okay, pitching is probably where everything's leading. Um, I was then I went to so whoever played senior year at Argyle did did both hit and pitched. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, still was a better hitter than I was pitcher at that point. Still, okay. Um, then comes uh, Texas Tech. Uh, I spent three years there. See, my freshman year, I was. I mean, I think I was a little bit starstruck. Sure. At the point. Um, don't know why, looking back on it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. hindsight couldn't always really tell. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Why? Why do I do this?" But sure. I hit that fall of my that fall of my freshman year and pitched. Um, I don't think I made it out of a single inner squad without them rolling an inning. Oh, that wow. uh, uh, it wasn't the fact that I was getting hit. I just couldn't throw a strike. I was mm-hmm. out there just throwing the ball as hard as I could. Yeah, which was fine because it was firm, but it wasn't strike and i mean i i didn't know how to not just go up there and just try and throw the ball on i, I didn't <laughs> oh, know how to pitch fire. yeah <laughs> did not yeah did not know how to pitch and then i would so then after the after my freshman year um i didn't go play summer ball i ended up having uh, elbow surgery actually okay. um so i it was on actually because of like a little football injury my like sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. Cause I only played football freshman sophomore year, so I had two pins put in put in my elbow. Wow! Because I, I had a little stress fracture, hairline fracture in my uh, in my elbow. But then after surgery, like everything kind of started to click a little bit. Yeah. Like I think mentally, I was a totally different person after that. Um, I figured out. I figured. Like I don't know. I just found out how to. I guess be more of a pitcher. Sure. But like. It just, I don't know, everything started kind of clicking after that. Yeah. Um, and then, so I pitched whatever, sophomore year. That's the year we went to the College World Series. Um, it was awesome. I just, I was kind of like a lefty specialist at that point. It was what they ended up using me as. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of like the guy that they just throw in the crappiest situations. Like, <laughs> I was that, so like my sophomore and junior year, I was thrown in. I guess that was where I was my my spot, um, but that's just kind of what happened. But the sophomore year it was only versus lefties, so there's times I got hot probably four or five times a game. Never went in, but I was had to get ready just in case. Yep. And then, um, and then, so my junior year rolls around. Uh, that that summer between sophomore and junior year, I went and played summer ball in the California Collegiate League. I uh, went to the on the slow blue San Luis Obispo. 
Uh, we had a little motto when the blues score, you score. Every time we scored a run, it was like half price beer and wine and liquor <laughs> in the stands. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, so all the fans, we had a thousand fans in a summer game that we were playing on like a backyard field. <laughs> it was awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. And I learned that, that's when I learned how to throw on really bad mounds was that summer. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause when I first got there, like I would land on my front foot and it would be like, Dorsey flex, so like my toes be pointing up, and sure. usually yeah, the mountains slope down, so your toes are not going to be pointing up when you land. But right. It was it was different, but I mean I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, that helped me, I guess, as well. But so junior year comes around. Uh, I don't know. Just the more I threw, I guess the more I feel I had. Uh, I started off the year like velo was the best it's ever been, but I wasn't as I guess command wise until later in the year, and then. It just started kind of firing on all cylinders uh, towards close towards in the year, and then we uh, lose first round of regionals. Uh, still don't know how we got double dipped by Sam Houston in yeah, our own regional, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But anyway, so that happened. So why we have our end of the year meetings, all this stuff. All the coaches are like, obviously, to all of us juniors, are like, hey, we want you to come back. I think like love this and that blah 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 and you're like oh yeah cool okay. like yeah <laughs> like yeah like, but like it starts to sound really good like man like we just sucked like this but like i was just one year think about one more year college baseball sure. blah 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 and then you leave that then you come home then uh you speak to your i guess advisor so sure. to speak mm-hmm. it's uh they just stuff like that and then they're like kind of telling you like hey blah blah, blah like if you need like just information and all that stuff. And then the draft comes around and um, just talking with like other scouts throughout the junior, my junior year and such. Like we kind of had an idea Mm -hmm. that I was going to go through, like through uh, go in rounds four through seven. Sure. That was kind of like where everyone speculated and such. And so like day one goes by, like I know all bunch of these buddies getting picked. Like it's cool to watch. It's only two rounds. Right. It's really short. It's awesome. Day two comes by, so it's like, or I'm sitting at home. Like I don't, you don't want to watch rounds three, <laughs> right. three through ten because you're gonna lose your mind. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it. It's not on TV and it's on the internet. Just so like on on the MLB website, yep. on Twitter and stuff. So I'm like sitting at home, Blue, like <laughs> try trying to do anything possible, but like watch what's going on. Yeah. Um. So I start seeing some of my buddies get picked, and like the worst thing about it is you're watching it then you start seeing like a guy like a left-handed pitcher or so went in like the fourth round you're like yeah. well i'm better i'm better than that guy why right, is he yeah. in the fourth round? <laughs> so like you're like you, you can't think that way and right. then um i actually got a call from the padres during the fifth round uh saying like hey our pick's coming up this round like hey we're thinking about signing you blah 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 like normally they like it just i mean sometimes i don't even call sometimes i sure. like talk to uh at that point, like, I don't know, they just call whatever. And he's like, hey, but we don't have, like, the money or so, whatever. Will you sign for blah, 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 like, way yeah. under slot? Trying to work and that then, out. Yeah. yeah, like, and I was, and we were, like, kind of like, eh, like, we asked for a slot value, blah, blah, all this stuff. It's a little more, but, so we were like, yeah, I mean, no. I, I think we, we told him we wouldn't yeah. at that point because uh, it was something stupid, like, way under slot. And so, and then I don't hear anything back, uh, then I check my email and I have like two emails from the Reds guy that I was in the middle of like replying to him. And then all of a sudden 
I like uh, I looked at I looked on Twitter and it said like pick two eleven Astros like Parker Mashinsky and I turn around and I'm like my dad's like hey dad I'm an Astro and he's like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I'm like I was in the middle of like that and then all of a sudden like my mom's downstairs and you start hearing her squeal yeah <laughs> and I was just like she's like Woo! and I was like my mom you know, it was pretty it was awesome man yeah and then I didn't get a call till probably twenty minutes later. From the Indian Astros guys, so I just found out on Twitter. It was pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool, though. And I mean, I think that's the. It seems like that's kind of the way they've gone. I actually, during like most drafts, I t- I typically stay away from Twitter for that exact reason because I don't want it to mm-hmm. kill knowing the pick two or three minutes mm-hmm. in advance. But uh, that's awesome, man. That sounds like that was an awesome experience. That's. Uh, I, I mean, it's also crazy too that I mean you didn't even really intend on being a pitcher, and it just sort of kind of worked out that way as it mm-hmm. you know it was as it was supposed to. So that's really great to hear. Yeah, no, it was awesome. It's yeah. I mean, I kind of like the whole how everything's turned out so far. Yeah, it's definitely definitely working. Yeah. So you'd mentioned college. So I actually went to graduate school at Texas Tech. So I'm very familiar okay. with, with how love it. Yeah, love it. I love how much the uh, the baseball program has grown, and that was actually one of my favorite things to do at Tech. Go figure. I'm a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, Tim Tadlock, he man, he's got a great program going. It seems uh, like and people just absolutely. love him. Absolutely. What was it like playing for him and? you know, kind of being in a program that's really up and coming, it feels like. Oh, man, it was it was awesome. I mean, like I said, my freshman year kind of starstruck. There's a couple, like, upperclassmen that kind of, like, I mean, they gave you a hard time, but then kind of same time take you under your wing and sure. kind of get all that situated. And um, But playing for, like, Coach T was, I mean, it was awesome. He, uh, I liked, like, the way that he runs things there. So there's a lot of these schools that, You'll see like UT, TCU, they'll go on their like baseball Twitter page and stuff and post these videos like these guys are waking up at 4 a.m. Sure. to work out and all this stuff. And I, and then like, but does waking up at 4 a.m. like make you a better baseball player? Like not, I mean, yeah, it's not it, proven. Teaches dis- <laughs> it, it, te- it teaches discipline, but at the same time, like, so like our like workout stuff, we had to like, we, um, the guy's name's Tori. He was in charge of like all the weights and stuff. But we like our workouts. We had to get it done between six and two o'clock because okay. practice starts at two thirty. So we had to be done by two. So like so then I got to make my own my own like class schedule because sure. of it. So it made everything way easier. Sure. Like yeah. so he, I think and that's why I think that tech has been so success, successful too is because I've talked to some of these guys in like that I've met in pro ball and some of my buddies that play for other teams, and a lot of these other teams are like almost like military uh, just this and that and then we were always super laid back like everyone like outside of baseball like we all hung out with each other sure like when i mean sure there's your few clicks and we'll, you know that's like yeah. that's with everything but yeah. at the same time at like we were all super close I, re- I always remember the year we went to omaha um we were it was in the super regionals i think we won we had won like game one or whatever against uh east carolina no it was this was game two, so I think we lost game one, and then we were playing game two, and like it was before game two's happened, and we were just out there, like I think us pitchers waiting on BP. We were playing seven on seven with the baseball glove, basically, yeah. and <laughs> he just like, and Tim's kind of guy. He's like kind of he's a little bit like superstitious, sure, and he doesn't want like he thinks it's goofing off, but we're just like, all right, what else are we supposed to do? Like waiting for hitters <laughs> to hit, right? Yeah. So he like, I mean, he, he like came out yelling, which is like. At the same time, like I understand it, and that's yeah. why I liked and I like playing for him. Is yeah, because he didn't. He let us all be relaxed, and like because yeah. at practice, like 
sometimes like we'd go out there and like I could wear my our camo hat one day at practice and everyone could else like and some guy wear a red hat. It doesn't really matter. It's all Texas Tech stuff. But when it comes down to it, he's gonna. I mean, he's not gonna let us do whatever he wants. Sure. And I think that's why we've been. They've been successful. And then they get all the coaches that are great. Uh, Ray Hayward's best pitching coach mm-hmm. I've ever had. And then you got Matt Gardner and J. Bob, both of them. And, and then our director of office, JoJo. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great group we had there. That's great to hear, man. And like, I I feel like that's been a big difference in the way that baseball in general has gone especially in the big leagues now with the younger manager that's you know i mean relates to the players a little bit better but also knows how to implement you know analytics and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it's it's been an interesting oh, change to watch I, I i was most excited about the red sox actually hiring alex cora just because i knew mm-hmm. that he had come from an organization like the astros that that really embraced that so um, oh absolutely yeah it's been an interesting change to watch and a lot of people a lot of younger guys getting chances a lot earlier now than it's ever been Mm-hmm. And it's like that Harper had that hat make baseball fun again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Did you uh, did you grow up rooting for the Rangers? Yes, sir. Yeah. I am a big Rangers fan my whole life. Um, I mean, technically, I'm I, I am a fan of the Rangers, but like, sure. but at the same time, like, I mean, at this point in your life, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's your you, if whoever wants you to keep playing a game. For a job, then you're like, I, you're my biggest fan. Absolutely, no, that makes I a ton am, of sense. I, yeah, I didn't know how I'm, that uh, goes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it was yeah, and uh, I forget. I, for, I always remember this. So, the day before, like the draft, um, I think the Rangers and Astros were like playing each other actually, and I had some really good buddies at Tech that uh, are huge Astros fans. So we've always had a rivalry going sure. on. I think Darvish went like eight shutout innings against the Astros that mm-hmm. day. And I like tweeted something at my buddy, like all this stuff, and then I get drafted by the Astros. And it's like this first thing I did was I went and deleted that tweet. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't need people looking that this guy has just said something about Darvish going eight shutty against the the Strohs, and right. he's now our employee. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a, a big proponent of deleting tweets. I, I think that once it's out there, it's out there. But uh, yeah. th- I think that's a pretty pretty uh, good exception. I would say. Yeah, I. I agree. I think that's a. I think that was smart. So one question that Ben wanted to get to, since he couldn't join us, uh, if you weren't playing ball, what do you think you'd be doing? Um, I think if it was a dream situation, sure. Uh, I would love. I mean, just be on the. This is just totally not school related at all, but sure. Professional bass fisherman. That'd be like the okay. ideal. That's my like ideal, but okay. in uh, like reality. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot what I would do at the moment, Yeah, but I, I am because of baseball, I would probably do something in the sport kinesiology, uh, field. Um, maybe like I had a, I have a full minor at this point, I had a minor in public relations Mm -hmm. and then sport management was my major. So I, and I found I was pretty good at sport PR stuff. Yeah. So it'd be like, I mean, I would, I would try and stay working in sport. Sure. Um, but now that I've been in baseball, like I've learned a bunch of Spanish, so who knows? Hey, that always helpful. Always yeah, but helpful. it's, it's, it's a little slang from Dominican. Sure. sure. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, it's, it's more than we know. And I mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's yeah, kind of exactly. Goal. But I'd, yeah, I would say I would probably be in the sport PR world. Yeah. 
I like something that. along those lines. Dealing with people that tweet out things like hater mail about you, Darvish, <laughs> and things like that, probably. Uh, yeah, they're just writing like the that and just writing. The, I think we just like write this like post game stuff or like you when you you know when you go to a sports game and you have that like brochure of like uh, like a football game and oh, it yeah. has like what's going on. It's basically making that stuff. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. What? Um, let's see. What? Uh, let's see, I had a couple of things here. Oh yeah. So, what advice? So, if you could look back at eighteen-year-old Parker, what advice would you give yourself at this point? Um, is this high school or college? Doesn't matter. Whichever you think. Um, if it's high school, I'd say uh, join the track team. Okay, <laughs> get a little faster. Yeah, just you be in better shape. But um, baseball-wise, I would say just um, just be yourself. Yeah. Don't. Uh, I had a little, I guess, hiccup my senior year. I kind of was listening to a few people try and tell me what was the best way for me to basically pitch. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I kind of like I lost a breaking ball for a little bit there. So yeah, I would just happen. say, I would say just do what, do what works. Um, trust in your ability. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I always had fun, but the same thing, just make sure it's fun. That's kind of my biggest thing and that I go around and, I have unbelievable amounts of fun every single day going out on a baseball field. And that's why I keep playing because I feel like when you're, when you go out there every day and it's no longer the best time of your life, then there's, what are you doing? then why are yeah, what are yeah, you doing? Exactly. And what, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, what is, so kind of shifting gears a little bit to kind of the day to day play. So throughout your first year, you said you had hit about 140 games or so. Um, yes, sir. What's travel like there? I mean, is it? It's got to be grueling at times, right? Oh yeah. Um, so, like in the Midwest League, we actually got kind of lucky because most of our most of our teams we played were close-ish. So we had a bunch of, I guess, commuter games. Sure. Which commuters are awesome and horrible at the same time because mm-hmm. it depends on where. Because you can go to a place like Clinton. The Clinton Lumber Kings, and yeah. that's the um, the Seattle Mariners. And you go to their uh, locker room, and it's the worst thing I've ever been in in my life. Yeah, um, they're like they may say, make sure nothing uh, nothing's on the floor because if it rains or the sprinkler starts spraying over here, it'll flood. Oh man! Like just things like that. That I mean, it's and then you just leave your stuff there, and then you drive like. You drive because if it was within within a hundred miles, then we had to drive there and back. Sure. So, but then like, so you have a seven o'clock game, then you get home at at eleven thirty, midnight, depending how long it takes some of the Dominicans to shower because sure. they like to take a long time, and uh, and then you just go and do it again the next day, and that's kind of like, I mean, it's awesome, it's cool because then you could go back and. St- sleep in your actual bed you have time to make actual breakfast in the morning and not eat hotel yeah uh, those powdered eggs and yeah. such oh. like that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but those things are terrible i mean that's fine but then you like then you always go to the other side of the division every once in a while and those are your eight hour ten hour bus rides mm-hmm. and um we got lucky that the astros let us take two buses and i think it was when it was further than I think five hours. Okay. So we had two buses. Um, the and typically panned out to like, hey, it'd be a 
if guys want to sleep or be quiet on one bus and then the guys that want to talk and stuff on the other, that was like the plan. And it ended up being like all the Spanish speaking guys would go on the other bus and all the English speaking guys would stay on one bus just because neither of us could understand each other. Sure. Yeah. So it's like if we start talking, then they get annoyed. And if they start talking, then some of our guys would get annoyed. Yeah. You're trying to talk over each other. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It just, it just didn't mesh. But I mean, it was never, it was, I mean, that's kind of how that is. But I know in the Texas League, which is our double A team, uh, they got rid of the San Antonio team in the right, yeah. Texas League. So, and our, we're in Corpus. So now our closest game would be Frisco. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. And then when, there's also Springfield, Missouri is also in our league. Gotcha. So Corpus to Springfield, that's going to be a tough, yeah. tough one. That's going to be a day. <laughs> mm, at least. Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, uh, on that note, how are you feeling about 2019? I mean, we're like 80 days from pitchers and catchers reporting or something like that. 90 days, something along those lines. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, I got a good group of guys and a good place I work out in here in Fort Worth area. Yep. And uh, I think I make it, made some real great strides already. Uh, yesterday was actually my first day playing catch basically since season oh boy yeah so it was pretty fun yeah. i i was i got i was getting so antsy <laughs> oh, you don't man, understand I know, I know exactly I, what you mean and I, I didn't even play professional ball <laughs> <laughs> and i thrown once and i took every i had to make sure i left my glove at the house so i wouldn't throw today yeah i wanted yeah. to so bad yeah it felt so good but I like slipped and I threw the football some today, even though I wasn't yeah. supposed to. But that's all right. And yeah. a, it's a little different. Hopefully, yeah, you're not throwing the the football as hard as you are. The, no, the no, no, no. Yeah, we're just uh, just acting like we're athletic and such. Yeah, but, I hear um, you. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I'm ready. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a a really good year for me. Um, I got a lot of a lot better understanding on how my body needs to come in prepared for this next season. Yeah. Um. I was real happy with how I did end up last season. I made it 140 games healthy. Made my I had a 90 inning limit that uh, and I made it all 90 innings, not a single problem. And that's kind of like the biggest the biggest thing that excited me about last year um, was just I I made it through a whole year healthy because that looks really good. Oh yeah, and the durability factor is everything. Absolutely, yes, absolutely, and so. Now that I have a better understanding, so I know like, all right, so if I'm in this shape or whatever, I made it through a whole year healthy. And then now this year I have a better understanding on like my body, my, where it needs to be and pitching wise. And I mean, I'm real excited for uh, how this is going to happen. Ready? I'm ready to hit spring training tomorrow, but <laughs> yes. I got a, I got a long way. I haven't even thrown the ball past 60 feet yet. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all the process and it's the, oh, the excitement and I mean, I mean baseball. That's the thing I think I've always loved about baseball is the fact that it's gone. It's so short of an off season, really. At, at the end of the day, when mm -hmm. you think about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like you're like, oh, it's just half the year, and then I've been out for whatever, however many months, and I'm playing catch, and I'm like, well, it's uh, the end of November, and yeah, <laughs> then I'll be uh, in Florida by the end of February. So, Not yeah. Too long. That is crazy. That is that's still crazy to me. I know it, man. Well, uh, so I've got one more question for you. So you're our first yeah. major league ball player guest. So we ask this question to every guest that we have. Mm -hmm. It's not baseball related in any way, shape, or form, but I'm always fascinated to know everybody's answer. Okay. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? 
Mm. Um. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to go with Honey Nut Cheerios. Ooh, that's a good, good choice. It was between that or Frosted Mini Wheats, well, but of course, yeah, it's a given. But uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go Honey Nut Cheerios. My final answer. I like that. I like that. Well, Parker, it's been great talking with you, man. We're gonna follow how you're doing and and uh, you know follow you throughout the season. We're hoping for good things for you, and we hope to have you back soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, bud. All righty, and that was the interview with minor leaguer Parker Mashinsky of the Astros system. What an awesome interview, man. No, that, that was incredible. Uh, plus, it's good to have someone in the Honey Nut Cheerios corner. Uh, I predict that as we go on interviewing baseball players, I think your uh, your grainy cereals uh, are really going to start to show up, what with people trying to be a little bit more health conscious. That's just I get it. I understand. And I love Honey Nut Cheerios. Don't get me wrong. They're the best of the Cheerios, and it's not even close. Mark that. <laughs> no, <right>. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, what do you think of the uh, of the Rangers Astros chirping? Man, uh, it was fantastic. The, the Twitter stuff is so great just because we kind of live that every single day. But yeah, it, it was great talking with him. Uh, it was awesome hearing a little bit about like what the draft process was like and how like nerve-wracking that can be. Yeah, it's a little more in depth than uh than like a fantasy draft or something. Just, just a little bit. Just a little more. bit. Yeah, I don't know though, man. Me and Sam, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna. I think you're gonna get pulled up to the big leagues this year. We're still trying to figure out the logistics of that. But cool. uh, Sam and I, we take that pretty seriously. If you haven't noticed, uh, you and Sam take a lot of things seriously, which, <laughs> Good is, point. Uh, which is outstanding. Good no, point, y'all. If if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to check us out at sensiblyloud.com. We are all over your social media uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, plus, we got. Four. That's right. Count them down. One, two, three, four. Podcast now with the outfielder, sensibly, sensibly loud radio between the hashes, and of course on the break of basketball podcast. Uh, give it up for J Mac for producing and for hosting this, and a huge special thanks to Parker Mushinsky for joining us. Um, y'all have a good one. Yep, we want to thank everyone for joining us for episode 53 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big ups to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive. And we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast. <laughs>